Welcome, welcome, welcome to my lovely IHP community. I hope everyone has been having a nice time with those lovely family members. For those of you who are on holiday, it's nice to be with each other. And for those who are healed from their childhood trauma, some I know are your own adult adult and you have had a nice time as well. Confirming some things was supportive as well as uh, being able to put into practice the adult version of you, which is a person who knows about, we're going to have some Sadhguru quotes, love is a process of inclusion. Once I include you as a part of me, I will be to you just the way I am to myself. Then we have... As a human being, you are not determined by your birth. You are shaped by how you open up and what you open up in your life. But this one we know, kind of half true, half not, because the way that you are shaped is determined by the way you were held. So you're not going to be able to open up to life as yourself, as the human being you are, if you did not get to have access to your mammalian heritage as an infant. And that first year of life is important. So said guru, he is a guru, but he is only involved within spirituality. He does not have the foundation of trauma. Which I do because I'm educated up on all of the science lady because I bring together my aspect of mysticism and clairs. And also I bring all these different pieces. And sometimes I forget the data in the exact way, but I get the gist of it. I do do my best to remember as much as possible by heart and I have my notes here. But my point is I respect those academics who are in the research labs and they're the ones who know about all the references like a bibliography. When you write a book, you got a bibliography. I know the names of the people I can send you to, but I don't remember all of the other stuff. Well, like Daniel Siegel, when he's teaching his classes, he remembers a bunch of different names of people and numbers and I'm like okay dude that's awesome I'm not gonna do that but I, I'm great at, at sharing so information is important because it would help Sadhguru for example know how to do a better job quote-unquote having a informative debate so like when I saw him with Joe Rogan he did well 10 minutes it was he did great starting to share why inner engineering can support but he didn't do great when Joe Rogan who I don't follow him, but he has been interviewing people for a while. And I've noted, I, I noticed in the interview, he got more sophisticated. He got more compassionate. He, he's a lot more involved in his heart in these topics. And you could tell when he was trying to present to Sadhguru something, it wasn't because he was trying to snoot Sadhguru or be a quote unquote a jerk. No, he was actually saying, wait a minute, you're, you're, you're forgetting that there are people who come from environments that are completely poor and they have trauma. They have trauma. And Sadhguru doesn't understand this word. He doesn't believe in it, maybe. I don't know. I mean, again, every person has their contribution. So he's a guru. We leave him to be his guru. But let's talk about a well-rounded spiritual, spirituality, human elements. That's what we do. Inspire infinite higher human consciousness potential experiences and as a 5d mystic oneness consciousness it's christ consciousness because it's unconditional love a securely attached person in their own body is only once you have handled your zero one-year-old to the very extent of knowing how to be okay 
with all types of people in any kind of circumstance and be okay with crying, being afraid, those basic six emotions that have protected you and I and our human species as long as we've been around. We have plenty of stories of ancient texts, people talking about yoga, spirituality as demonic and the devil in possession, and there's no devil that possesses you or demon. No, it's called a physical brain structure, the fear receptor breaks or something's happening. REM is erupting in your daytime when you see things. And furthermore, the mind's eye is something that will continue to see that which your PTSD, if you have not resolved the traumatic fragmentation, depends. There's a charge. Point is, it's not been processed and put in a time. Your brain's trying to heal itself. Time stamp. It wants to time stamp the memory because we have a hippocampus that's for our explicit memory and it tries to process everything and then gets, wants it to get put in its place. But obviously, if it's an overwhelming feeling, and this is how I'm going to describe it, that's not exactly how it works. I should go grab my other notes, but I'm not going to right now. <laughs> Long story short, PTSD symptoms and, and when they say post traumatic stress. They, they're probably going to change the whole disorder at some point because no person has a disorder. It's actually not a disorder because your embodied brain continues to try to heal you and support you. And the good trauma experts are the ones who are updated. And that's why yoga, again, let me go back to yoga. Yoga helps because it's a ventral vagal portfolio, ventral vagal nervous system of exercises. And your ventral vagal nerve is your heritage. So if you were an infant... And it shows the first three years of life, we talk about whole three-year-old heart because the first three years are implicit memory. Then you start with explicit, okay? So implicit means every sensation that comes up in your human being, baby body. Now that you're an adult, it's not a baby anymore, but the charges stay frozen in time and they come up to be processed by the adult. If you can't handle your emotional spectrum, be equanimous, be pleasant, be always... And always is a word I use because some of us can always be there because we know how to self-regulate. So we were feeling yucky. We know how to say, okay, let's work with that versus allow it to taint the situation. Obviously, sometimes it's not as easy, but it's practice that gets you to be in the sweetness of the equanimity that every body can be in. It's called the restorative embodied self. It's called integration of the brain. If there's a challenge, there's good trauma experts that can help you get there. So the way that you were born does matter and determine how you are shaped. Now, with knowledge from today, you can know I opened up to life with nightmares and crappy shit. I don't want to stay in there because I don't have to. Because my sense of self is a verb, not a noun, as described by Daniel Siegel and good trauma therapist. My attachment wounds and, and ruptures are a category or style. They're not fixed in stone. I can actually expand my window of tolerance. I can learn to process that which arises within me emotionally because it's called you processing these charges and having a relationship with those basic emotions. So step by step, people are not interested in that, some, but there are those who are, and we talk to those, I do, to those who are the human love narrative. So if you believe still in devil or demons, you can go somewhere else. Like I said, I am a mystic, and I do know about the mind's eye. What I know is that those who have seen demonic things and uh, dark entities and those who do behave in ways that are unnecessarily uh, pokey uh, are children who are grown up and they have a horrible, I don't even know what the shit happened in their house. I don't care to know because it's none of my business and I would not insult a person's family because some people will never in a million years 
come to terms with, oh, wait, I was raised by a narcissistic parent. I don't prefer using that word, but that's the actual way it works. If you were raised in a home where your parent was another one-year-old, three-year-old with a heartbroken, and they need you to praise them, otherwise they're going to become your worst enemy and they're going to become a monster. Well, guess who's the infant in the house? There's a monster in the house. So it's called traumatic attachment. It's traumatizing. A child doesn't know how to... No, the, the body of you and your brain doesn't handle very well, very heartbreaking emotions like that. So when I meet somebody who others will consider an asshole, I don't, I, I feel bad for them. I wonder, hmm, are you borderline personality disorder maybe? Are you a narcissist who doesn't know you're, what are you? Oh, wait, you are just a three-year-old with a broken heart. Is essentially whenever I do meet any individuals who cross a little bit, quote-unquote, that line, they're heartbroken, insecure, and not to say the least, typically uh, their envy, jealousy, spite, their little mannerisms. I met them as a teenager. They didn't feel threatening. No, they felt like people who don't know how to use their stable, mature, adaptive, rational, and teachable brain because they're not flexible, adaptive, coherent, energized, or stable. In fact, they're not curious, open, aware, or loving. And those are all acronyms that make smart faces coal the face is cold is uh, lovely Daniel Siegel's and you can only be here if you use your left and right mode of the brain and a person who has a broken three-year-old heart doesn't know how to use the right side of their brain. It's called structural dissociation a lot more and they're just reliving and rehashing out their karma, their household pattern. The 0, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8 year of them, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, by the time they're a teenager, they think they're a badass, which they're not. They're just emotionally insecure people who some mature. And when they do, they become equanimous and they're securely attached. Those who don't, they're not equanimous. They're adaptive children and they have, I'm going to have power and control and try to trigger stuff or to obey to stuff. It's called codependent types, low self-esteem. Then they have martyrdom or superiority or blaming or shaming or who knows, a bunch of different, again, uh, no, the boundaries and healthy boundaries, I hear that word, a teenager needs that, an adult knows there's, we don't need boundaries unless we're in a town in the medieval times, no, I use my words, and therefore, if you try to create a situation, which actually is hilarious, because that's the part that I don't get, I never personally got it, but I'm not insecure, I have secure attachment, I'm my own safe haven, I know how to regulate my nervous system, so we get to learn about emotional no building regulation skills, and this is for those who are securely attached or want to be, not the ones who want to whine about either anxious, avoidant, or ambivalent, um, ambivalence with anxious, actually, and I, when I say whine, I mean the teenagers who could get out of their styles, and they choose to instead use words and just label themselves, I know what it means to be a dark empath, I know what it means to be a good empath. I know what it means to be a light worker. I know we're all light workers and star seeds. Well, no, not all, because every person who says star seed or light worker, they'll know about their past. But others might be like, no, I'm just human. And we're all human at the same time. There you go. So we're all stars. Some shine because they listen to everyone, but never let uh, what they say determine how you are. Said Guru again. So the three-year-old whole hearts, that, that, raise your hand. I'm here. We don't have the... <laughs> Oh my gosh, somebody broke my heart and uh, now I'm going to be forever and ever ashamed of myself or defective. And we stay differentiated as selves. So our thoughts and feelings, they maintain. In fact, again, without said guru, we listen to everyone. Oh yeah, you can keep talking. 
my face is going to be hearing you, but you're going to know that I'm not listening to you in the way that you might want me to if you're a person who's trying to influence me. Meaning, if you're actually speaking to me from an adaptive child perspective, which is let me have power and control over you, rule over everything, and try to convince you of something that I'm convinced of. And if you don't, I'm going to start getting pissed in my pants because that's the zero one year old two three four five who from terror home is not going to know how to handle that and they're being triggered at the same time while they're trying to use their brain which they think can know everything because that's what some people grow up with because their attachment to insecurity their wounds actually raise them to be able to make it in the household with the horrible scary monster which i'm not kidding this is very sad horrible scary monster is so many different things for a child so when people get quote-unquote nasty, it ain't nasty to a person like myself who's trauma-informed, somatic-informed, the people who have been able to support my equanimity and my unconditional love, and Jesus, thank you. Jesus is in my corner always. He, though, gave me scripture to follow his mouth. Thank goodness I'm a smart woman. I like she, and I'm okay with the woman, and I'm a feminine with my masculine. I'm a nurturer and a protector only if I have to be. And I don't believe in having to use any kind of violence, but also in four foot nine. So on that note, though, it makes me very sad when I see people getting nasty to each other because they can listen to everyone and allow themselves to know that no matter what they say, don't mean shit. Some people don't have high self-esteem. They have very low self-esteem. They don't even know that talking about yourself as a superior human being makes me know you're inferior to others because if you are a actual healthy self-worth person, thank you, Terry Real you know you're not superior or inferior. So you're just a human being who uh, was able to aspire to move beyond the citadel, move away from the crowd. Yeah, you don't need the teenager thumbs up. You don't need a cheerleader. You don't need a cheering squad. You don't need motivation. No, your heart knows how to stay away from the negative people who have a problem for every solution because it's boring to hear them every time they taint some little picture with their nightmare stories and then they don't want to realize that they're the ones who are living the terror nightmare and it's uncomfortable in their body, not the other way around. So here's Bezel van der Kolk. Some traumatic experiences are too overwhelming to take in, to acknowledge the experience and so you split it off and it doesn't become part of your history. You get a little gap in your history and we have Sadhguru again. When you include people around you, they will do their best. When people love you, they will do their best. This is all you can truly expect from another human being, to do their best. Thank you, said Guru. Yes, but we also have lovely updated trauma experts who can help us understand how to work with each other to help to support, as Bezo van der Kolk, he wants to leave his legacy, full-fledged members of society. We can support people, the somatic empath, the 5D mystic, and functional adult, because all people can heal from their trauma. Now, that they might not be able to move out of it, that's a different story, because, you know, it's not even just the movies. They, they might not be interested in moving into equanimity. Here's Sadhguru again. The greatest gift you can give to another human being is to accept, respect, and love them. Yes, exactly. And adults can do this easily, while adaptive children do not. They like to play teenagers. I don't like teenagers. I think they're immature and annoying, personally. I did find it that way as a kid because I was not having fun with any of them. They were very annoying. And also, nobody had their back. Nobody had each other's back. So they spoke out of their asses in a way that is quite... Mm, for people who mean what they say and what they do, it's like, you're unreliable. Why are you talking about being my friend? 
wait a minute, all friends are unreliable. Oh, wait a minute, you all don't know what it means to be yourself. Wait a minute, what is this? Oh, okay. Here is, let's go get sad guru again. Uh, life is a far larger phenomenon than thought. Unfortunately, human beings have gotten too entangled with their own thought. No, no, no. Thank you, said guru, but no. Unfortunately is a word that's unnecessary. Human beings have not gotten entangled with their own thought. They don't know about unresolved trauma. They don't know how the etiology, for example, of borderline personality. And, she, and this is from Janina Fisher. She says, why do we keep forgetting this? The most important cause of severe personality disorders is severe chronic traumatic experiences, such as physical or sexual abuse, severe deprivation of love, severe neglect, unavailable parental objects. This is Kernberg, 1988. And this is very important to know, which people don't believe in because they don't know that their attachment system rules them. And therefore, lo and behold, a person who thinks they're fine. No, you're not fine if you have an attitude in a way as a grown-up that leads another person who's trauma-informed to notice you have fragmentation, you don't remember shit, you have mood swings which go from one to another and they're very fascinating and then you have mannerisms that are of a teenager but you're a grown man. And yes, I recently had an experience that I'm using as a way to share some stories. Here's understanding borderline personality disorder as a traumatic attachment disorder. In fact, I need to get rid of that word again. Traumatic attachment. And so I'm not a diagnosis person. I do not plan on diagnosing people, but I do know what I learn. And I know that when I meet it, I can tell because there's specific patterns every person will have in 12 months of a year. And I've been around these people that I get to get to know as friends for about 24 months, two years and and growing so as a teenager I just saw it as okay you're all emotionally mature and now I'm a grown-up I was like wow there's a lot of traumatized people out there okay I'm just gonna be doing my business and having fun and of course social talk let's just chit chat about weather because that's what we all do right people who don't want to grow up they don't like to do I don't know <laughs> I personally don't find it interesting but hey you know who am I except for the pseudoscience woo-woo lady. Okay, here's Danina Fisher. When there are frequent ruptures and no repair, there is attachment wounding and attachment failure, especially for babies and small children who don't have the capacity to soothe themselves. Every one of us was an infant. Therefore, every one of us was not able to soothe if we did not have a good environment. So it isn't the part about acceptance and uh, holding yourself. It's not that straightforward. It is more of, if you understand that, oh, I love this one, looking good is not important. What truly matters is the life, is that life is a profound and fantastic experience within you. Okay, so yoga, not demonic. It helps you to put your ventral vagal nervous system exercises into motion, mindfulness, meditation, compassionate interventions. It works your physical brain structure. And it grows your corpus callosum, which connects your left and right mode. It grows your prefrontal cortex, which is the, where, the place where you connect to your ventral vagal, to your higher social connection areas. And you can look at people in the eyes and be just present, attuning, and resonating if you are somebody who learns how to be safe within your own body and yourself. And that people, as long as there's no weapon, you don't need to be reacting. If they're being asshole-ish, you don't need to react. If you want to be a teenager, then you go and do what teenagers do. They, they hit each other. 
uh, they get very much annoying. I was an annoying teenager, but in a very different way than what I see still teenagers being, which again, as a teenager, I found completely unreliable. Unreliable. That's the only word that I think of when I think of any person who's emotionally mature. They don't have authority at all. In fact, authoritarian people who are authoritative, whatever they are, they think they are, but their mannerisms suck. So in the book of a mature human being, if I see you trying to terrorize people with what your mannerisms are and you're fear-mongering, you're an ignorant human being to me. I've been using the evil, evil ignorance. So if somebody wants to go and be with evil ignorant, please do. You're, you're on the wrong platform. I inspire human potential. Only those who are smart are going to tune in here because smart people love. The other ones, uh, they're not stable, mature, adaptive, rational, teachable. They're not reliable. No person is reliable in my book if they are a person who deems humanity as evil because they have not learned enough yet of what they speak. And on that note, as I was saying, I love learning. I love learning. and empowers, and I know what it means to be a human. And if you are mood swinged, uh, you're being led by who knows what the fuck's going on. But you won't pass over my eyes as a person who's lesser than. No, you're a human. I will respectfully respond to you and I will in fact have an answer for you that will be in the absence of judgment since I don't need to judge your opinion. It's just words coming out of the mouth of a person. And because of having true confidence, that's when the people who know mm, you're not going to be able to be manipulating or whatever it is you're trying to do, it ain't, it ain't, it ain't working. I'm not sure what you're doing. So yes, I met a person who was doing a bit of this and that, but, you know, at the end of the day, I'm not really clear. I'm clear on the fact that I think they have what is basically trauma. That one was very clear. And here, the feeling of insecurity comes from not perceiving life in its right context. We are all mortal. We come and we go. The nature of quality of our lives depends on our intensity of aliveness. So the feeling of insecurity comes from not perceiving life in its right context. You know, that one's a, that's a big philosophical one. I'm going to say the insecurity that we have comes from our own zero one-year-old, and it's beautiful for you to get to know it. And our lovely brain does have the ability to be an anticipatory organ. So learning how to be conscious and present with insecurity is very important. You perceive life and the context of it is full of unknowns, uncertainties, unexpected. Knowing about your mortality is actually one of the things that people don't create a understanding of. But before you even get there, the nature and quality of your life depends on your intensity, as he says, of aliveness. That is only going to be there if you know how to navigate your default mode network in your ventral vagal nervous system, which instead a person who has unresolved trauma, childhood trauma, or any big T, small T that they're not resolving, trust breaks, your attachment wounding, if you have any of this, and so your person who has emotions that you're not able to process in equanimity, you are not yet your full-fledged, securely attached grown-up. You're not a functional adult yet emotionally. You're an immature emotionally speaking person. And here's where the effect of traumatic attachment <clears throat> experiences on children, the, uh, Janina Fisher again, 
frightened, frightening, caregiving behavior causes fright without solution because the caregiver becomes at the same time the source and the solution of the infant's alarm. This is Maine and Hess, 1990, page 163. Fear comes to paradoxically coexist with the soothing provided by proximity to the caregiver, Leoti, 2011, page 234, the effect of traumatic attachment experiences on children. Okay, so a person with borderline personality, what Janina in this, I need to watch it, but reframing borderline personality disorder, she says, as traumatic attachment. People who have had traumatic upbringings. This is what humanity does not yet understand. So when Sadhguru says again, life is a far larger phenomenon than thought. Unfortunately, human beings have gotten too entangled with their own thought. No, he is half right because a person can only think based on how they feel. And if they don't know that how they feel began when they were zero one, because they choose to not learn about being a human because they're not interested in the subject matter. Some of us, we can learn how to be grown-ups around each other and inform or share. Obviously, some people are completely uninterested in it, and that's great and dandy, but others are not. So here's where we have Patrick Tiahan. Leaving the home allowed me to heal from the system. And he's talking about he's a childhood trauma survivor, healed and healing. I always say that, and he's a therapist. And he talks about when he left home at 18, it was painful, rupturing mess. He left because of parental alcoholism and abuse and he also says he understands that uh, now that is a it was a terrible time in his life and that for some childhood trauma survivors they spend years emotionally preparing themselves to leave the system but it's uh, the hardest decision to make because it's your family and he says while it was painful and he felt like an exiled orphan it was the beginning of his recovery and that's where some people, they won't leave their household, but they can understand how to work with themselves. That's a very, very important part. So here's where the choice with the narcissistic parent, you praise me, great. You uh, don't praise me, then I'm your worst enemy. The range in the relationship with the narcissist is minimal. It is either on or off. You give attention and praise or you're the enemy. He says, this was my experience with my father. But what causes our enemy status as children is a setup. And adults couldn't handle that impossible tightrope walking with a narcissist. It's exhausting for a healthy adult. For a child, it is a nightmare and overwhelming. So here's for a healthy adult, being around people who are narcissists is not exhausting. A healthy adult is a person who has ownership of their entire brain and is able to maintain visibility with presence. As long as a person is not a physical weapon, they're not a threat to a healthy adult. Remember Patrick Tiahan, he's a childhood trauma survivor. He has healed. I say again, continuously healing because as long as you feel that another person's stare or their nervous system can actually get you tired, you're not yet completely in your higher functioning areas when you're looking in the eyes of a person. I can share with you, unless a person feels physically threatened, there's not something that I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so tired. No, when I've been addressed, so I'll use that story that I was using before, because the person, I'm not clear on, on them, meaning it was fascinating to have these latest interactions, because in these 12 months to 24 months, they have had a range of the first time I ever heard them talk and had an interaction with them, I was like, yeah, this is not 
going to be a person that I'm going to chit-chat much with. They're really, really negative about people in life. And then I had a very nice conversation, and that continued. So they're in the mysticism plane. In fact, I asked another friend of mine who is also, and when I say mysticism, I mean those who are aware of the energy sphere around us, even though they're not all 5D, that's for sure, they're 4D. <laughs> to say the least, uh, let's see, Terry Real, if you are walled off, you're protected but not connected. If you are boundaryless, you are connected but not protected. Health is in the middle. Yes, equanimity is the middle, equanimity is the adult, and any person can be that. We don't have, in fact, here, Shelley Harrell, PhD, we don't have fear of rejection. But those who do, fear of rejection is how we are carrying that story of our unlovability. And then we have, here's where Patrick, poor Patrick, this is Patrick's himself. So he's talking about like schoolwork when a child from childhood trauma households and anyone who has a household that is not basically treating a person like a child as they're growing up. Yeah. They don't know what it means to be treated like a child and to be able to grow up in a healthy body. Until you can't be ooey-gooey-ooey with yourself and humanity, you're not yet that whole three-year-old heart. And some people don't want this. They, they're watching movies. They want ancient silverbacks. They want to be in their default mode network, which is with aliveness. No, it's not alive. They think it's alive because they're used to pseudo-aliveness is what it's called. So when your nervous system is in your sympathetic with a fight flight and you're just doing hypervigilance and hypersexuality, drugs, alcohol, sex, food, whatever it is that is your key to self-soothing in a way that is not healthy for you, but your body also doesn't want to sit, no, it doesn't know how to sit in its ventral vagal. So it keeps turning on only really what it is, is you're used to being in an environment that's toxic. That's the word that I will use this time. You're used to being in an environment with misaligned nervous systems, dysregulated, dysfunctional nervous systems. All the adaptive children are people who need a herd leader because they just don't really notice that they're not living the sweetness of life because they don't spend enough time out of that energy and that modality until they meet someone or a group. I haven't met a group yet, but you can better bet any person that's interacted with me doesn't meet a nervous system and sympathetic. So they can't engage with what they're looking to engage because mine doesn't do that. I don't do that. If I ever did any of it, it's getting angry and I just felt poison in my body when those times happened. So yeah, I don't, I don't do that. I organically grew out of my teenage years. Very, very. That's why I'm a consistent person to the point of people know me. Yes, I know them too. We all know each other. It's the beauty of being a, by the way, a pattern. We all are. So my relationality with others is based on how I was held and then how my body and my self-agency. All of us have a driver. Self is definitely my driver. I love Maria. I love being myself. Anybody else? Hopefully there are some of you who are whole three-year-old hearts listening here today. And those of you who don't want to be yourself, well, you know, keep tuning in if you want. You don't have to. But here, Patrick. Patrick is growing up in an abusive family system by neglecting alcoholic parents with severe mental health problems. So it isn't Patrick that doesn't apply himself. No, it's Patrick who lives in a home with people who are not adults. No, in fact, they're teenagers who should not be having children. Once there is equanimity, every cell in your body will generate sweetness. Thank you, Sadhguru. As I was saying, yoga and the interventions of mindfulness, meditation, compassion, they grow prefrontal cortex, corpus callosum, hippocampus, and the connectomes. Interconnected connectomes is what creates integration of the brain. 
when you go to therapists, here's where Daniel Siegel was sharing in my course that I'm finishing up, how within six to eight weeks, neuroplasticity, a person, as they're going to a good therapist, within six to eight weeks, you can perceive that there is a um, neuroplastic, one second, hold on, here are my notes. So from a neuroplasticity point of view, within six to eight weeks, new synapses connections are created. And that's where Daniel was saying you can notice. So a good therapist who has learned about neuroscience aspects and neuroplasticity, they've learned about updated trauma information. They've learned that no person is a fixed anything of whatever diagnosis is given to them the good ones, the bad ones, they think you're a label. They are still codependent types. They have not healed and they're compensating, in fact, for their own unresolved trauma. That's why they have those call to action and titles that call the attention. They're, they're like silverbacks. Narcissistic, let's come over here and all battle the narcissist. So they haven't grown up yet. They're still my relationship. And they've now pointed to we're superior beings and we're heroes and they're villains. And if they're not, they are. They're still villains and we're going to rescue all of the ones who are. Yeah, so that's the whole codependent triangle. And, and people, as long as they're professional who are using words like this, they're not completely embodying whatever it is they're trying to bring forth. The ones who are, so the mental health community that is caring about humanity, they're doing a great job at sharing, hey, we're not evil. Here's our human nature. It's love, the mammalian heritage. We're meant to connect to each other. But if you still stay with your default mode network from your childhood, which wants hypervigilance, you know, you, you can get out of it, but you need to be aware of it. One, believe in it too, because yeah, I know, right? People don't that people don't believe in it. Yoga is the devil. It's demonic. Apparently, that's what extreme Christian groups are doing. No, no, these are just podcasts, interviewers, and people who are influencers who are teenagers all over the place cheerleaders yeah they're all choosing some story here's our story we're awesome all of us and the ones who think not so and do all that they're they're not devils because that's a mind's eye but they are evil ignorance so if you want an evil ignorance go for it i say pseudoscience lady over here way better than that and whenever somebody's been an asshole quote unquote about pseudoscience remember pseudoscience bullshit self-help crap that's because they went in for a magic wand unfortunately there's no magic wand to you getting out of your hypervigilant mode but hey let me not inform you of what your path and your journey is to yourself because you know what i don't need to like i won't be telling people who are assholes quote unquote to me <laughs> no they're not assholes i have very little assholes yeah the, uh, the only asshole was if and i did not know about the good trauma-informed stuff and i just didn't know no, I learned how not to be sensitive to emotionally insecure manipulators who have low self-esteem. I learned that they're not evil. They're just assholes again, but they're powerless and they're hopeless and they're helpless. And in fact, if there's anything today, I feel sad for them. So the difference is when one of those people looks me in the eye, what they're going to see is something that they don't want to see. You as a whole human, but with the compassionate lens of, I'm so sorry that you have all this going on. This want me. That's what the fuck is going on. I need to leave right now because I'm about to start crying or something like that. That's what I'm hypothesizing. I could be wrong, but I know that when people approach me, or at least in this occasion, again, I'm thinking of the story, and I was very incuriousated. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? 
So let me finish first with some stats and then we'll go to storytelling and then we'll finish up our episode. New, new, so new synapses connections are created and we have neurogenesis, which is when we have growing new neurons from the hippocampus and synaptogenesis, which is new synaptic connections being created, laying down myelin, myelin production um, from the glial cells. I think I wrote that I have horrible penmanship. Those supportive cells, they allow the conduction speed among interconnected neurons to become basically 100 times faster. The refractory period, he says, a resting period, is 30 times faster. So 3,000 times more effective their communication. Okay, so again, these are notes on neuroplasticity. And what I was trying to get to here is Daniel Siegel, Stephen Porges, Bezel van der Kolk, Peter Levine, Janina Fisher, all of the good therapists, Ruth Lanius, a lot. There's so many, even from my whole course, Somatopia with Dr. Albert Wong, Sue Martin, the Awakened Embodied Certificate course, that one. Okay, so somatics, somatic experiencing and updated trauma experts that know how to handle all of this. There's plenty of them as well as plenty of not them. And 50% of people that are therapists actually have dissociative disorder, so they're not healed. So you can and should remember fire your therapist if they do not see you as a person who can move into your wholeness, because that means they're not whole yet. Uh, two, besides a DID, which is healable, but again, if you got DID and you're performing your professional, no, I, I don't, <laughs> what, what are we talking about here? Uh, no, no, I don't think so, because the minute that I am in an emotion or situation that you are going to find triggering, you don't know how to handle yourself, you shouldn't be doing anything with mental health until you're mentally healthy. So I have all the love in the world for people, but it's like with the entanglement of the brain, if you didn't study it and you choose to remain ignorant, things, the societal bullshit stuff that I have no interest in, the moronic teenager shit. Yes, I chose consciously and consciously. I still choose. I don't. Part of it, I would. I don't. I like to use my time with great intellect, great responsibility, my ability to whoever will hear it. And loving because, hey, you got one lifetime. You won't remember your name in the next one. So 5D Mystic is here. And so are the Enlightenment Soul Age you people, the good educators. The ones who want to they are all doing just really, really great. Oh, yes. Oh, they're adults. All right. Yeah. You got to say it ain't pretty to see romance, which is not romance. Okay. So on that note, securely attached people know what romance means because we know consistency. And as long as you're coming in and out of any life and you're acting like a douchebag, yeah, you're like a teenager that I met very long time ago. And I knew in the minute the guy was being, oh, let me flirt here and there and be an asshole about it. Uh, this is not love, but you're cute. I'll flirt. I'll be stupid because why not? You won't notice any difference since you're apparently more stupid than I am. I just know that your intellect is not moving anywhere. I thought people would grow up. And that was because I was told that when people grow up, they get serious. And I like serious topics, apparently. I don't find them serious. I find them intellectually intriguing and stimulating. And yes, that's why, as I share with people, don't inform me of whatever stupid bullshit. My brain doesn't need it. <laughs> I don't want it. Uh, I'm not societal, soul age group material. No, nope, I'm enlightenment, soul age group material. So let's conclude with a story. And healing trauma, it's a choice. It's a choice to become your emotional grown-up. Lots of people, no, no, they want those pseudo-liveness. I've seen them. I've met them. They codependent types. They like to try and project. And in fact, anytime I've 
perceived projection, which would be spite, envy, jealousy, all of it. I've always been like, what the fuck? <laughs> this is so small energy. Why are you near me? I, I wish I was seven foot so I could just punch you. No, that's not really it. But actually it is, which is why I'm four foot nine. I was made so that I could use my fucking brain to the extent of it and my mouth, which I love. So yeah, when you know yourself, you, you pretty much know, yeah, I'm not going to use time with emotional immaturity because it means one, your heart's closed off, your brain's closed off, your entire human body's closed off. And yeah, you might be a piece of consciousness. You, you're no match to any of those of us who are love, because you literally are not the devil. I'm so sorry you think that that thing still exists. Ah, never mind, wait, there's your solace. I'm so happy you have solace. You find purpose in that. There you go. Ah, be a good person now. Go, go, shoo, shoo, go to your nightmare. The saddest thing is that these people don't recognize that they are a person. Uh, they live in the story, like I just shared. They're not aware of, it's a zero one-year-old. And it's the human species that we were with darkness and animals. And, and I'm sure that that is really all, that's all that it comes from is darkness, my ancestors. I can only imagine how fucking scary it was when we were in that. And having the ability to connect to space, this infinite sphere of consciousness, is, is fascinating to say the least and beautiful. And so as a mystic, yes, I know the origin of us and I can say that I know where we're at and the difference, for example, dimensions, amazing. What I also know is spirituality and sciences are coming together for a reason. I'm so happy. I'm so happy that I get to see at least part of what is to come because that's where Jesus, blessed are those who believe without seeing. Some of us don't break our three-year-old heart on purpose because we're like, why would we break our heart? It's a muscle and you are immature. You don't know how to use your heart and you're broken, not me. I don't even know. You're not defective though. I'm trying to tell you you're not defective. You're beautiful. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm trying to be nice. I'm nurturing. I'm not being over anything or little. No, no. I'm just being a person who actually can handle equanimously because I was held with it. That, that's, I, I can acknowledge I was lucky. Of course I can. <laughs> Hell, I'll be lucky my entire life. And in fact, that's the point. Some of us, we do know we're lucky. And we'll say, yeah, you. what are you doing with your luck? Because I think you're lucky too. You got a job. You got a roof. You, got, you live in a society where you, you don't need to be that, that corner over there. So, okay, story. So the lovely friend of mine who I had noticed and finally finished this, this wheel of seeing his different um, energy spheres. He navigates between what he also shared with me and on purpose, the areas of being a person who is pleasantly engaged in life to pleasantly engaged but trying to do what would be, you know, when teenagers do the whole peer pressure, same thing, but in a very different way. So with me he uses this word as he approaches me and it was from a situation that we were both in and i said oh i think it's a little exaggerated that you're using this word don't you i mean maybe cold maybe indifferent maybe distant but then again yeah i was in a situation where mm, it called for it because you know that that thing did happen so they already knew of the situation and they were just trying to navigate ter territory and eventually they're like oh okay well can i make a mistake okay sorry i use that word i'm like i'm not sensitive about it i just think it's exaggerated did you really feel that because that word's like really i mean i know myself pretty well i'm pretty sure that's not the energy that i was giving out but i could be wrong so 
we move forward from that to where they then come near me to make another comment and this is in a way of teasing but it's a provocation quote unquote again because i'm like what are you talking about dude no i'm not that type of person i'm not sure why you're coming at me with that one because i believe in friendship don't you believe in friendship i'm a friend with this person there's nothing else going on and uh so when you're again confident emotional immaturity and people who have their inner child working through the grown-up that's there it is not a demonic anything no no it's a person who doesn't know what the fuck they're doing and who potentially has borderline personality i don't know but i do know and did notice that their entire energy changes they have like different personalities in fact for all i know it's dissociative identity disorder because they also mentioned not remembering certain things so if they have fragmentation and i got a person who is having blackouts as they live life and they're a father and they're an adult and they do have a shame defectiveness three-year-old that one they shared with me too i don't believe in myself i was uh, definitely with a toxic patriarchal system so they have great awareness of themselves now they could use a good therapist but uh, apparently there's not that many great ones yet around the area so on that note they're also uninterested they do enjoy their pattern and there's misalignment for you people who uh, know they think they're smart yeah so we leave people to believe they're smart because we're not going to use our time where we're not heard and because people don't like serious topics you know hey live your entire life go for it have fun and that's about it because there's a system in place for a reason and it's a co-collective it's a co-creative effort and so a person will be able to of course heal their trauma if they want to they will be able to also be a person who can become the grown-up version of themselves and bring in their humanity as for those who do not want to they are not any threat because the only threat is a physical weapon which for example this human being didn't have they just had their mouth i have a better mouth because my mouth stays stuck with my prefrontal cortex. And so as you come at me, I have emotional security. I have emotional confidence. It's called healthy self-worth. You can speak all day long. Let's read again. <laughs> Lovely Friedrich Nietzsche, a man alone with himself. I'm a woman, but man, woman, they. Every superior human being will instinctively aspire after secret citadel where he is set free from the crowd, the many, the majority. So we're not superior. We're just people with a whole three-year-old heart and a zero one-year-old who says you you just what? what what are you doing and today i have basically the information of all adaptive children are triggered by each other because they all have a teenager and none of them are getting to handle their child parts saying hey i'm not a teenager anymore let me talk about myself like an adult let me emotionally get my charges to become equanimous, which is gets. I can spell it all out to you. And the more you are, you are here, <laughs> the more amazing it is. So like this interaction is like a fabulous one for me, a, fa a fascinating one as it was when I was exchanging notes with this other person who completely misunderstood. Like you're, fasc you're fascinated by them. That's what you said. I said, no, 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 you misunderstood. I have no interest in this person whatsoever in that way especially not no uh, uh and that's the part i told this dude that which is why and they're a very interesting fellow and again they don't remember things so on that note if you can't remember i ain't gonna use my time with a poor human being who doesn't know what the fuck's going on in their life i just feel bad for you 
you're not anything except for a person who needs a good therapist and people who do interact with the person in a way again it's uh every person gives us the opportunity to be our wholeness because you have the opportunity to be the bigger person and to recognize but to recognize requires you to first of all have yourself all seen and since you don't see your zero one you're two to seven you're free so the zero one attached panicky to the seven shame submissive freeze all ages 11 12 flight 14 15 16 fight those every human being thank you sue martin my teacher says we all have these charged parts others call it ifs internal family system others just call it the adaptive child and i like that just group them all together and become your higher self it's the adult you when the emotions arise you will notice what charge they are unless you and we'll use that word no unless you are a person who has not connected your energy happen by the way because you might have again unresolved trauma these are serious topics people use words and they weaponize them and they don't learn about themselves if you don't have the ability to be unconditionally loving with yourself and others you don't know who you are yet because you have not mastered your own charges you have not even come close to knowing your feminine which is your body or your masculine which is your brain because you don't know how to translate with your thought what emotions come up and that's called attachment insecurity people it's called that you did not securely attach. So you are not able to use your mouth to describe sensations that arise from your right mode brain into your left. And you have a story for us and we don't give a shit about your story because your story ain't expressing what your body is. Your body's going to tell anyone everything because we're all nervous systems. So our nervous systems speak to each other. So the minute you're around me is the minute that I'm recalibrating. No, I actually have self-regulation. You are going to have to recalibrate. So the people who get triggered, they're not energy vampires. They're not dark auras. These are people who have unresolved trauma. A person who is a Zen master is not going to be reactive. In fact, we don't react. We know how to engage with a, what's, what are you talking about? You know, with a response, with a question, we engage with people. In fact, we're going to close out with lovely sad guru. He translates what Jesus really meant by turn the other cheek. He says, when Jesus said, if someone slaps you on the one cheek, show them the other cheek to the apostles, what he was telling them is, if you want to carry my message, you must be like this. No resistance in you. No matter what people do, you don't deviate from your path. You just stick to your path. All he was saying was that if someone slaps you and you try to slap them back, then you are deviating from your path of peace and love. Because these cultures are very dialectical, he says. Everything is said with an example or an analogy. All he is telling you is, do not become a reaction in your life. If you want to act in your life, you should not react. If you react, you will get enslaved to someone else because you will go behind those people. That was his way of saying it. And the part about what we are, if we are a functional adult, is we're not reactive. That's the point. We're responsive. We're using our prefrontal cortex in a physiological state of compassion. Your insula lights up, so head and body are one. Your amygdala alerts up, something needs my attention. We're with people. Temporal junction relates to things with the past, carrying it. And so anything that's happened to me in the past, I have it right here. But I'm not reactive because I know there's no weapon. I'm just present attuning, resonating, trusting the environment because there's no danger. And in fact, four, it's because of my prefrontal cortex. I move from temporal junction to prefrontal cortex. That's the way you take in information of what's going on. And then you're saying, what can I bring here? 5D is about harmony because it's a functional adult 
emotionally speaking human being who has a restorative embodied self or mammalian heritage and an integrated brain. So whenever I'm meeting any teenager, it's an adaptive child. They don't know how to present the data. They don't know how to present their feelings. They don't know how to present their story and they don't know how to present their behavior. And they therefore don't know because of the way that they're reactive in their biological rudeness. Thank you, Stephen Porges. They are default mode network, hypervigilant all the time, playing out their childhood environment. That's their karma. So karma does exist. You do dharma once you're a person who is able to hold yourself as a whole three-year-old heart. And in the presence of another, you see them as whole, like the Zen master from the Zen story of Sadhguru. So we get to talk about all of this and more for the IHP community. And when we're around with people, they're whole, no matter what they're doing. And no, we don't go around diagnosing. Let me tell you, you're bored. No, that, that, that's bullshit. It's not nice. It's, it's a person who's a martyr or a superior. They, they have no confidence in themselves and they're just being little teachers who are little because they're not even teachers. They don't know themselves and they have not learned how to harness their own heart yet. If they did, then they would be able to simply be compassionate, present, and again, attuning, resonating, trusting. We easily set up, quote unquote, these are not healthy boundaries. I don't need a boundary from you if you have no physical weapon because you don't mean anything to my nervous system if you are insecure and inconsistently unreliable. So your words as a teenager, again, I'll use me. Uh, I was called too sensitive. I'm a grown up. I'm not sensitive. So when my friend was doing what they were doing, I was just trying to figure out, are you serious? Are you using the word on purpose? Because I just want to know which one it is. And uh, do I really care if they meant it or not? No, I really just care about, is it true or not? But because they're a person who plays with that, that's what I gathered as a human being. And teenagers do that. They do that to pick at people, quote unquote, and people think that I care to the extent of it affecting me. You know, they, they, they will, if a person's aware, they, you can always tell if something affects you. So here, another interaction, my friend, one of my good friends, he knows that I'm very nurturing. And I took the last bit of what he likes as his drink. And I didn't want to. I said, I'll give it back to you. I can get another drink. And he, and he could tell. He knows me. It's like, no, no, keep it. And I was like, are you sure? Are you sure? So we stood there for like two minutes while I'm making sure that if he's okay with me to take it. And he's looking me in the eyes and he's saying, yes, it's eyes that communicate. So that's a person who is knowing what I'm looking at him for, which is I really don't want to take your last bit because I know you enjoy it and, and I can drink something different. And they're looking at me and saying, no, I want you to enjoy it. It's okay. I'm just teasing you that's okay. And he means it like he can mean it when he's upset and has an attitude that too, but it's through the eyes. So this other person, they're just fucking around because they're in a mood. That's all that is. This person has moods. So on that note, again, healing trauma, very straightforward, but it needs to be people who want to move into their restorative embodied self, their functional adulthood, enlightenment, soul age group, the human way. And it's because of me having learned in the years of my mysticism, but of my life, psychology, sociology, existentialism, plus the lovely trauma experts of today. And in fact, it's the trauma experts of today that we can thank for this wisdom because knowledge empowers. And those sayings, you know, with great power comes great responsibility. You have no power if you are not a whole three-year-old heart yet. You only have what is a mouth and the ability to pull at people's pain points because all of those broken-hearted children 
<clears throat> they're all looking for one thing. It's called a sense of safety to be themselves. They don't know how to achieve it, so they just crowd up together. They don't free, them, free themselves from the crowd. No, no, they become the masses. The masses are brokenhearted. They're not. They're evil ignorance, not evil as in demonic. No, that's just the story that they can have to give themselves solace. So let's try and make sure people know what turned the other cheek. Becoming love is very straightforward for those who want to navigate their nervous system and brain. Tune on in for more. Have a great day.